You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Casa Confidential. This is your host, Kiki, and I am here in the studio in beautiful downtown Royal Oak with uh, our faithful producer, Will. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Pretty good. And uh, our co-host, Sean, from Magnitude Cosplay. How are we all doing tonight? Oh, just grand. Fine and dandy like sour candy. Lit. And we have a guest host from a uh, from a previous episode, uh, Nico. Hi, I'm Nico Fett. I'm a Star War. <laughs> he is one Star War. <coughs> I just choked up my own spit. That was really attractive. Don't do that. Thank you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so hot, so professional, so cosplay confidential. <laughs> uh, that gets left in, right? <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and there's, that there's no editing in this show. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> the charming voice that you just heard was uh, one call me snips from Instagram. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, so if you're following along uh, on Instagram as you listen, uh, her Instagram is indeed Call Me Snips. Uh, so <laughs> just to keep things simple, we will uh, probably refer to you as Snips throughout the program. But uh, where did that name come from? Um, that is a good question. Originally, the account started off with a different name. Um, when I was a little bit newer to cosplay in general, it actually used to be Nine Lives Cosplay. And I, for one, I feel like I'm horrible at naming things, either like original characters, file names, you know, account names. So I thought that was pretty clever because I'm a huge cat lover. And I was like, and you know, cosplay lets me live different lives of these characters. And I try to get real deep and I just like cats is really why. <laughs> so from there, um, I did... A little bit of Marvel, a little bit of like video game stuff, but Star Wars is like the big one for me. It's what got me into being a nerd when I was like three years old. And so I think shortly after I went to um, Star Wars Celebration 2017, which was my first one, um, that was the first time I wore Ahsoka. And it was like, oh, this is kind of awesome. I love the character. I love the development. And I love the challenges of this particular costume set. So it's like, the people on Instagram wanted to see more of the their favorite commander, Cheeto, and maybe a little bit less of my other stuff. So I kind of decided, well, if I get involved with Legions and do charity, and maybe this is where I want to go. And I think literally it came out of nowhere one day. It was like, call me snips. I honestly think I was watching the Mortis episodes where she was yelling, don't call me that. You know, I hate when you call me snips. And I was like, well, that's kind of like a, a cute name, call me snips. So then I did that. That's actually my Rebel Legion name as well. So ever since, I think, 2017, it's been Call Me Snips. Uh, it's a little backstory for the non-Star Wars fans. Um, Snips is the nickname Anakin gave Ahsoka Tano, his Padawan in Star Wars. So it's kind of like an inside name for those characters. Yep. Snips <laughs> and Sky Guy. Well, there we go. Just to fill in the, the, the few non-Star the Wars gaps. fans we have. 
Well, they need to go watch some Clone Wars right now. I if they haven't agree. already. It's yes. on Disney Plus now. <laughs> yes, see, yeah, everyone should have Disney Plus. It is. Plus. You have no more excuses. It's you can on get Disney a seven, Plus. You can get a seven day free trial and binge all of it. <laughs> yeah. No, I fully intend on it. It's one of those like like I was saying in our previous episode i got like i was super into star wars growing up and then i think it was like in high school i started sort of started to trail off in my interest so i, I never got mm-hmm. into clone wars but l- let me just say your cosplay makes me want to get into clone wars <laughs> so thank, thank you. you for that <laughs> it'll be worth it it's it's some of the best storytelling i've seen in any fandom so it starts off a little rocky, but as I think they were more trusting of the crew and creator, Mr. Filoni, that uh, it really is just mind-blowing. Yeah, I always tell people, like, the first season's very much for the original 10-year audience of, like, 12-year-olds, <laughs> but by the end, it's yes. such Holy an crap, adult so show. Dark. Yeah, you're just like, oh, all the yeah. kids that were watching at 13, now they're 17, just crying at home. <laughs> I watched Ahsoka decapitate oh, yeah. four guys at once, and it was oh. incredible. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just like, like that watching Ahsoka's journey in that show makes that show worth watching. It's such a powerful Taking her from a character line. that... I watched the movie and went, oh, God, I hate this character. And then by the end of the show, exactly. I'm like, I love her more than life itself. <laughs> She's my, my third favorite character in the universe. Like, I absolutely adore her for existing. Yeah. She, she's the anti anime. She's amazing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, it's funny. It's like they're so similar, but then they end up on totally different paths. Yeah. She, she made all the right choices where Anakin made all the wrong choices. <laughs> Agreed. So would you say um, – so that character specifically, um, were you drawn to her because of her personality or the aesthetic or just all of it in general? <laughs> um, I guess it needs a little backstory because like you said, I kind of went through a phase in maybe like late middle school, early high school where I kind of drifted away from Star Wars. I think honestly without any big movies coming out, I remember being in the theater for episode three. I'm like, this is it. This is the last Star mm-hmm. Wars movie I'm going to see in a theater. Now we laugh at that. But um, so I just kind of drifted away from that. And I guess I didn't really see any of the advertisements for Clone Wars. So I was just in the dark. So my brother, um, my younger brother, had seen them. Um, I think he was still in high school at the time. But he, you know, found them online, binge watched them all. And was like, hey, you really need to watch these. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's fine uh but you know i'm a design student in college so i don't eat sleep or do anything other than college (laughs) so when i finally graduated um i graduated early in december actually i graduated the day the force awakens came out um which is a cool little tidbit (laughs) yeah um so i uh took the rest of december off before i was looking for jobs and then i was like you know what i don't have an excuse anymore i'm just gonna binge watch the clone wars and so I remember watching the movie to start off with, and I kind of felt the same that you guys did. I was like, how are they just going to introduce this whole new character that should have such a huge story and then just, like, not mention her ever again? And I'm like, part of me is like, it's cool that it's a girl because, you know, I re- really wanted that growing up. As to have, like, a female Jedi kind of really take the spotlight and tell a story through her. But I was like... She's coming up with all these cheesy nicknames. She's wearing a tube top. Like, what is going on here? 
And so it started out the same kind of way with a lot of people think it's like she's kind of annoying, she's, you know, naive. But that was the entire point um, because that was makes her arc so great. And like many people, at the end of season five, I was sobbing. Mm-hmm. And I think I had to pause it and, like, rewind it a few times. And then it just, like, fades to that black screen. I was like, wait, wait, is that it? Like, no. So, and I think it was a kind of a two-part realization that, oh, wow, I need to cosplay this character immediately. One was that I was kind of in a crossroads in my own life where I had kind of gone through what I've known for my entire life, which was school, family, you know, living at home. And I was about to like decide where I wanted to go work, um, leaving home, so to speak. And so seeing her kind of have the courage to leave everything that she knew, because I grew up in a very tight knit um, family, um, had lived in North Carolina for 23 years of my life. Um, and so she kind of set out into the unknown. And then the second part is when she got a little older, she got wise and sarcastic and she wasn't afraid to butt heads with some of the older guys that were always around her. And I kind of related to that too, because I had a lot of guy friends growing up and I didn't let them think that they were any better than anyone else. So I would always be kind of a quick witted, sharp tongued a little bit, um, snippy, if you will. So <laughs> I saw her <laughs> kind of develop. I was like, I like this girl. And then I was like, well, cosplay-wise, this would be a really interesting project to tackle. And it wasn't something that was mainstream, because at that point, Clone Wars had been, you know, years old. And it was canceled, and so we didn't think we'd get any more. So it was uh, kind of the perfect storm, and then from there, it just spiraled. Yeah, and so how did you go about tackling that? Um, I did a lot of research. I found a lot of useful um, resources on either Facebook or Instagram with other creators. I asked a lot of different people about body paint and their experience with it. Um, there's so many different types and methods of how to apply it. Um, for the headpiece, I think my first one I had made out of upholstery foam, just like the straight green foam from Joann's. Um, it was not great. So then I think at that time, Jedi Manda, who I think you guys have done an episode with. Yeah. She's amazing. But she had done a tutorial on her Rebels headpiece. Um, so I kind of, I watched that so many times. And then I took that method and kind of combined it with my own idea of using um, expanding foam, like you'd find it for plumbing at the Home Depot or Lowe's. So I would spray that from about my ears up on my little head sculpt. And I would carve in horns and the little lines that needed to be there. And then from about my ears down was um, batting stuffed with like, pillow stuffing so it was flexible. Okay. And I covered all that in the lycra fabric and latex, which came from Jedi Manda. So it's kind of a combination. But that was definitely the hardest part. And I think by now I've made well over 10, maybe 12, 15 headpieces. So hopefully one day I'll get it to a science. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> you know, sometimes. Hopefully, yeah. In the days. future, were each of those had pieces? Yeah, were each of those headpieces done with like just a slightly more um, refined style? Do you think or technique? Yeah, I think so. Um, 
I definitely learned something on each piece. Um, and like, I think the first one I made for my Rebels Ahsoka, I made it too tall. So the horns were too long. So I ended up cutting off like, the top of it and trying to re-sculpt this foam. Um, so that was a learning experience of, you know, it was finished, it was done, but it wasn't, you know, true to the character. So I kind of bit the bullet and started over. Recently, in the past couple of years, I've experimented with sculpting and casting out of latex, which I did a little bit. I think that was last year or the year before. Um, latex can be great, but it's not quite what I wanted for Leku. I wanted it to be, you know, the way she moves in the show, she'll turn her head and they kind of react almost like longer hair would. Hmm. Um, she can have full rotation of her head, which if you ask any Ahsoka cosplayer, unless you do something special, latex or foam will not get you that movement. Right. So you can never look down. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. After some research, I finally came upon silicone and everyone I asked about it said, it's a pain in the butt. It's so temperamental, you know, be wary if you try it. And I was like, well, I'm stubborn enough to try it. So that's where I am now is after about a year of working on silicone head pieces, I am hopefully in the new year will offer them for commissions for other girls. I'm really excited because they're comfortable and you won't have neck pain after wearing one to a con all day. That's ideal. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, I know. And you can turn your head. If someone calls your name, you don't have to completely stop and turn around. <laughs> so I'm very excited, but it's been definitely a learning process. And I think that's one of the kind of key aspects of an Ahsoka cosplay is really trying to get that to a point where you feel like it looks good and you're proud of it, but also that you won't be miserable wearing it. Yeah. It's, it's really ideal to be not miserable in a cosplay <laughs> in general. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think in terms of both star Wars cosplays and even in the larger just cosplay scene, I think that's something that people kind of forget about is making yourself physically comfortable in a cosplay and i think that that's to a detriment um because when i speaking from personal experience i think probably less than half of my cosplays are ones that i would say i feel physically comfortable in for more than an hour they're just physically either intrusive or bulky to where at that point i just can't sit or stand right and it becomes like if you're wearing it long term it can be almost damaging even so i think that that's something Mm -hmm. that people tend to um that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> we're armor for like 10 hours at a time. Yeah, Mando's are yeah. Don't look to me crazy. for advice on that. <laughs> um, so where did you um, – what is the most um, – what's the most sort of fun Ahsoka cosplay that you've done, do you think? Uh, um, they're all kind of special in their own way. But what really kind of changed – the game for me was doing Mortis at oh Celebration. My God, I love your Mortis. <laughs> um, I, I don't, again, I don't remember how these ideas come to me. I, maybe they just come in a dream and then I forget about it. And then it, I'm just like sitting somewhere. I'm like, Oh, this would be fun. Um, but I was probably again, watching Clone Wars uh, on repeat. And I, I like to do kind of fun spins on costumes. And I've kind of done this for a while for example, way back when I had a Quicksilver costume from 
the MCU's version, Mm -hmm. but I was a little morbid and I put all the prosthetic like bullet wounds on poor Quicksilver because I loved his character and then they took him away from me so quick. But I would go to these conventions back home in North Carolina and when I would find a Hawkeye, I would like run up to them and then just like drop. No, oh, no. That's amazing. And it's horrible. That amazing. That's so but good. The, re- the reactions were hilarious. That's so depressing. Um, so stuff like that. Like I had originally planned on doing um, a Duchess Satine, <laughs> but I wanted to walk around with a dark saber under my arm. Ooh, nice. So, you know, like little stuff like that, that like the real fans will be like, oh, oh no. Why? <laughs> Why'd you do that? <laughs> so... <laughs> Somehow, Mortis came to mind, and I hadn't seen it done before, um, because, you know, at that point, I was researching a ton Ahsoka cosplays, just Twilight cosplays, and um, there wasn't really that many, especially of Ahsoka. I feel like there's been, like, a real boom in it in the last few years, even before we knew the show was coming back. But um, I was like, all right, I'm already investing in the airbrush. It looks like, you know, I would need a couple different colors to get that kind of veiny look, um, did a lot of research on like zombie makeup to get that look down the different vein colors and stuff like that. Um, and then I got to try out my Sith contacts, which are always fun. But what was convenient about that costume is I wore it the last two days of the convention. And so I was already exhausted and, you know, running on, I think I ate two pizza lunchables and slept a few hours during that convention. So I was already kind of like bags under the eyes, kind of like dragging myself around. So people were like, wow, you're like really in character. And I'd be like, thanks. Yeah, it's zero effort. (laughs) But um, I was a huge dork about it. I memorized her whole little speech that she gives to Anakin before they fight. And I was like, I really just want to find someone who knows. Because I was worried that no one would get it, too, because it was my first celebration. I'd never been. I had worn um, Ahsoka's slave disguise to a Dragon Con, um, I think, a few months before Celebration. And, like, one or two, maybe three people got it. I was also with an Anakin and Obi-Wan in their disguises, the armor. Um, So I was like, oh, well, that's, you know, as expected, since it's a massive con like Dragon Con. But I was like, I was really hoping for more of that, like, real deep Clone Wars nerds to come out and like the costume. So, of course... I was nervous. I was there pretty much on my own for my first celebration. So I was wandering around looking absolutely crazy, holding this giant dagger. And then I think the first person I ran into was like, oh, my God, you're from the Mortis trilogy. And he was very excited. There was some expletive said about how excited he was. But I was like, oh, oh, okay. This it's, it's going well. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a relief, isn't it? It is. And then, like... I was not expecting the reception it got at Celebration, especially from members of, like, Lucasfilm. Um, A couple of the videographers who worked on the videos um, that they showed on the closing ceremony and stuff that's now just used by the Star Wars show, apparently. (laughs) Um, They, I guess I stood out because, again, I was kind of wandering around. I got really lucky, right place, right time kind of thing. But um, they were really excited to see something kind of niche like that. And then, of course, um, Ashley had seen me from a distance, but she was always so busy that when she finally did get to get a photo with me, she's like, wait, please, I need to take a picture with this Ahsoka because she's being, like, led away from us yet again to go somewhere else. 
Yeah. And she's like, but this is my favorite Ahsoka I've seen all weekend. I have to get a picture with her. And I was oh, like, oh, really? Because that was like the first time I met her too. And she's oh, super sweet. And then on top of everything at the Ahsoka meetup, again, my first time doing this, seeing all these other Ahsoka cosplayers, um, Dave Filoni comes up and Ashley taps him on the shoulder and points up. And she's like, look, it's a Mortis Ahsoka. And he goes, wow, like really cool. And then he walks up, puts his hand around my shoulders and stands there next to me for all the pictures. And I was like, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) real? That's that's amazing. Senpai noticed you. Yeah, yeah, Senpai noticed me, like actually. (laughs) And so I go back and look at those pictures a lot because I'm like, does this really happen? And then as he walked up, he's like, that's really cool and relevant. I was like, wait, what do you mean? What, What do you mean? So there's a picture of me like, questioning him mid-sentence but I look really crazy because of the eyes whatever word I was saying and I have the dagger raised up so I look like I'm threatening Dave Filoni that's amazing that's so funny turns out around that time they were writing for the Mortis stuff to come back in Rebels Mm -hmm. oh that's awesome so they were that far ahead so he obviously wouldn't tell us then but I actually had gotten confirmation um Several, I guess, several years later, a couple years later, um, at Lucasfilm, where I was lucky enough to be at the premiere of season four of Rebels, where they reveal that so good comes back and you know all that stuff, and I was like, I was this Mortis Ahsoka at celebration, and at the time you made this comment about Mortis. He's like, Oh yeah, I remember you. So and I've had confirmation from quite a few people that he now knows me outside of Ahsoka. Like I, again, everything that's happened to me, I blame to dumb luck. Um, maybe that's how the force works, but through just the kindness of others, I was able to attend the solo red carpet premiere. Nice. Um, shout out to Ashley Eckstein and her, her universe fangirls for that. But we were standing on the red carpet with all these super talented fangirls. And here comes, Dave Filoni. Again, we were like, why is he here? Turns out, Maul's in it. But um, he walks up to me, and I'm like in red carpet makeup. I've got my hair up. I look nothing like a Cheeto like I usually do when I see him. Yeah. Um, and he goes, hey, Mortis Ahsoka. Ahsoka the Light. How's it going? <laughs> oh. uh, what? I'm like, you, you recognize me out of makeup? There's people in my local Legion chapters who still don't recognize me out of makeup. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, wait, what is happening? So this again, like the uh, harping on like favorite memories and like most fun costume. I had no idea that when I was building my mortise that anyone would take notice and at least not Ashley Eckstein and Dave Filoni. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like it, it blows my mind still. How was it giving her that uh, picture at the latest celebration? I saw that on your Instagram. You you, you made a painting for Ashley and you handed it to her? Oh, yeah. Um, well, Ashley, if you guys haven't had the chance to meet her, as I'm sure you already know, though, she's Seven like the sweetest <laughs> being on earth. Um, and she tries to do a lot for like the people she meets. She's very attentive. Um, when I moved out to California, she was like, hey, you know, I made the move from the East Coast to California, away from my family. It's tough. If you ever need anything, let me know. And I was like, I could be some crazy fangirl. 
and you're just offering this help to me. So I try to be very like professional and respectful, but at the same time, it's like, wow, you're Ahsoka, and you asked if I needed help in California. That's really cool. She's just straight up your friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Like, are we friends? Like, being a total nerd about it. Yeah. Lost my cool. Hopefully not, but... Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> um, so, I always like to try to give her things. If I come across Ahsoka merchandise that she doesn't already have, um, I'm actually working on a bigger gift for her. Hint, hint, silicone. Maybe, Ooh. hopefully. <laughs> I just have to decide which one. Um, but she likes Ahsoka, and she believes she does a lot of good for not only fangirls, but just fans in general. And um, it's just really cool because she knows that I'm a graphic designer. She asks, like, how my job search was going, how work is going. Um, and I like to give handmade gifts to people who like have really touched me and have changed my life in a way. So with um, the jumpsuit Ahsoka coming out at Celebration, um, that was April, wow, April this year. Time flies. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, this costume has sleeves and it has pockets. Filoni has blessed us. I have to make it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because all of her other ones are sleeveless and have no pockets. Um, I understand the struggle. So I was, yes, exactly. <laughs> so I was probably in the middle of making that for D23, and I was like, why do I feel like I've seen this look before? And then I'm a huge uh, you know, graphic design nerd, and I really like uh, history, especially military history, so World War II, and I was like, oh, Rosie the Riveter. And I'm like, how fun would it be if I like mashed those up? in a design. So I think I just like threw my sewing aside and grabbed my laptop and put that together as um, like a sticker or a patch design. And then when I found out that Ashley was going to be there and I had an opportunity to see her, I was like, I need a canvas. I need to paint this up for her. And I think I ended up doing like the night before, you know, as con prep happens. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And uh, so I was able to give that to her and she was super sweet. As always, I hope she liked it, and I hope she's excited to see Ahsoka back on, I guess, the big screen as Disney Plus coming up, because I know that they were all very excited to get the news, too. Mm-hmm. That is such a cool story, all of it. <laughs> I would just say for listeners, uh, Ashley Eccleston has a company called Her Universe. Uh, just just go buy stuff off that website, like. It's, it's all beautiful. It's all beautiful. <laughs> I, I look don't. at it longingly because they're on my size, but I'm always like, I want this, I want that. <laughs> also, I know you're most known for your Ahsokas, but I see that you were with uh, Jen doing Freya from Resistance back at the premiere, and I love your Freya. Oh, thank you. My, uh, yeah, my, that was my best friend and I were the first Kaz and Tora approved in Rebel Legion, so I, we definitely looked at you guys as things earlier on. Oh, thanks. I think we actually crossed paths at Celebration a few times. You probably did. (laughs) I was like, I remember and we were like (laughs) the only other ones who had Resistance cosplays at the time. So I was like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was, again, um, just luck with the California Legions. Um, Lucasfilm will do screenings like a week or so before the show will air, usually. and usually the Golden Gate Garrison and all of them up by San Francisco get first dips. But if there's leftover tickets, they'll kind of send it down through the state. 
it was like a first come first serve you Very know jealous. if you can get there you can go type deal um and luck i think at the time i was freelance work so i didn't have like a set schedule so i was like i can give myself a friday off and go up there very cool so um i was talking with um my friends uh jen and alex who did the torah and kev and we were like how crazy are we can we make costumes with little to no reference of these characters and we have like a week and a half and we decided yes (laughs) not sure why but we did it um we went up there and we were we felt kind of awkward at first because it's like a lot of people typically show up in their like legion vest with all these patches whenever i go because i'm again a huge lucasfilm and Mm -hmm. ilm nerd just in itself i try to wear like a blazer and jeans and like a nerdy t-shirt and try to like be a little dressier um because like these people are my idols but so we're showing up in these like brightly colored jumpsuits with a bunch of armor and stuff (laughs) I feel you. They're very brightly and colored got, outfits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like the space fun hair. Um, and so we were like, and it's like, if a kid does it, it's really cute. But is it cute if like three adult women do it? Not sure. Let's <laughs> find out. <laughs> but we walk in and like immediately the one of the producers and actually like the art director herself were like right there. And they turn around and they were like, oh, my gosh. And they completely geek out. They get all their photos with us, and I was like, "Okay, we're fine. It, it worked." <laughs> That's what matters. <laughs> like they appreciate it. We're not weird. You have the approval of those in charge of it. Yes, exactly. Well, this has been totally rad, and um, it's been such a delight talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you guys. It's fun to retell these stories because sometimes even I don't believe them. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, that happened. Wow. Yeah, that's myself. That's super cool. So, um, remind everyone where we can find you online to check out your cosplay and uh, and your art with your with your graphic design. Yeah, um, I am most active on Instagram on Call Me Snips. I did open. Um, a online store at kmcreations.shop, I believe is the Instagram name. Um, and that is where you can find all of the artwork for patches and stickers, like the Ahsoka Rosie the River mashup is on there. And that is also where I will be offering the silicone headpieces when the time comes. So I'm really excited about that. Um, technically, I have a Facebook page but and a Twitter, but they're both not as used and loved as they should be, but I'm trying to be better. But they're all under Call Me Snips. Awesome. All right. Um, Nico, where can we find you? Uh, I'm Nico Fett on Facebook, N I C O space F E T T, or Nico the Fett on Instagram, N I C O T H E F E T T. You can follow an orange T face guy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sean, what about you? You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Magnitude Cosplay, no caps, no spaces. And I'm also on Twitter at Magnitude Cos. Did you say Facebook already? Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Oh, okay. Sorry. They're together. Oh, sorry. And I messed up the joke then. Sorry. <laughs> nope. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Because uh, he's all cause and no play. That's there why we go. he's there we go. cause on oh. Twitter. <laughs> yes, because he's all cause and no play. <laughs> and he hates when I say that. And I love saying it. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, Kier- Thanks Kiki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kierky. Uh, Kierky. Kierky. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh Will, how about you? 
Hi, you can find me at Will Loves Pizza on Instagram. Don't forget the show does have a Kofi. Please donate, help support the show so we can keep bringing you awesome episodes. All right. And uh, I, you can find me on Instagram at Real Kiki Elise or Facebook Kiki Elise Cosplay. Uh, you can find Cosplay Confidential on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential on Facebook Cosplay Confidential Podcast. Um, and you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, anywhere fine podcasts are heard through the Podcast Detroit Network. So once again, from Podcast Detroit, I'm Kiki. I'm Nico. I'm Sean. I'm Will. And who are you? I'm Call Me Sips. All right. <laughs> Keep creating, inspiring, and sharing the love. Oh.